All right, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Garbage Time Points with Mike and Rick. I am Mike, and the uh, guy across the table from me is Rick. Say hello, Rick. Hello, hello. And, of course, the guy over there uh, who's in charge of uh, making us sound real pretty and throwing in some sound effects and... Um, he I don't doesn't know, have whatever to try he does. Hard not streaming today. Not streaming today. Not streaming. Yeah, he didn't want to stream today for some reason. If you guys want that, uh, complain and I'll do it next week. Yeah, but uh, yeah, complain. that's that's Fredo. Send all your complaints to Fredo at I don't know. I can't even think of a good name to come up with for an email address right now. Skunkjunk.com. Skunkjunk. Skunk. What the hell? I don't know. It's skunk junk. That's funny. That's funny, man. Uh, as always, we were coming to you from uh, Fred House Studios, aka the Spare Benjamin Fredo's house. Uh, you could follow along with us on Twitter at GTP Mike and Rick at Michael Double Underscore Gaspar at Richard Underscore Reposa or at Half Zero. Or you can look for us on Facebook. Just search Garbage Time Points and you'll see that. Also, be sure to check out our website where nothing is up, but Fredo wants me to push it right Sucker. now. It's gtppodcast.com. Uh, there's, uh, what does that look like? There, there's soccer pictures. Soccer. Um, we got services. We got services where there's nothing, nothing up there. Black. You can always sign up for I don't you know. Can see a picture of Mike being goalkeeper. Is that, is that a fat guy playing goalie? Uh, pretty close. That's a there's a fat guy playing goalie that that Fredo labeled Mike. Uh, so I mean, it's coming along slowly but surely. And then a, a uh, lollipop kid from the Lollipop Guild for me. Yeah. yeah. On it. Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> Just little by little, you know. I, I mean, I wanted to do some more work on it, but apparently I'm playing soccer on the weekends. <laughs> so, so, we haven't gotten that far on it. Uh, also, we're on iTunes. Uh, maybe one of these days we can put a link, a link to our iTunes page on there and uh, you guys can start giving us some stars and all that good stuff. Or, or just look at it. Yeah, or just look at it. Uh, the majority of you have iPhones out there. And uh, at least the ones that I know of that listen to our show. So uh, do us a favor and uh, give us just how many people do we have? Still four. If Three. you put us some stars, Three. we'll buy you some bills. Yeah, just <laughs> come on. That's all we gotta do. That's all we gotta. Do. I heard that. On, you know what, Rick? I don't even think I said that. I heard that on a TV show the other day. What? Bills. Bills. Yeah. You said it. Vegas. I did not say it. Oh, Mike, stop trying to deny it. You can't deny I did not it. Say it. You fucking said it. Yeah. You don't want to uh, talk with me. We First, we got to say, what's up? We are currently on podcast number 46. 46. We've been going at this for 46 weeks, guys. 48. 48 weeks, guys. Because we missed, what, two weeks? Well, those aren't so, weeks yeah, that we those did don't count. Shut up. <laughs> Sass me. And we still only have three comments, damn you it. still count for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got to say congratulations right off the bat to uh, one of our listener- listeners, Coop to Loop. You're not a loser. Yeah. Yeah, he actually won this week our uh, yeah, GTP. Right. Yeah, they improvised that yeah. one. <laughs> he, actually won, he actually won this week our uh, FanDuel challenge. His uh, first win out of all his, the uh, entries. His first win, and uh, there was somebody doing some bragging this whole the the whole weekend talking yeah. about nope. they were going to win. Premature, huh? Yeah. yeah, and they were up too, but I don't even know what happened. I just I just yeah, remember they looking. were up thirty five twenty one at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, we should start. We just got to keep mentioning last place. Last place this week was a Mars Smash, 
So hey, congratulations! You're I'm glad, a loser. I, yeah. I thought it was gonna be me. I was in last place. Uh, <laughs> I, I played Willie Sneed, and we found out early on Monday that he wasn't playing. And um, yeah, sure enough, Drew Brees came through in the clutch. And thanks a lot, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Actually, I gotta thank Drew Brees double time because he helped me win fantasy, and I didn't even have him. Drew Brees. So the beauty of uh, fantasy football. Yeah, uh, I lost by uh, point one two points. No. That's literally a yard. A yard and two eighths of yeah. me and two tenths of me. I won by Who point cares? four. Shut up. Point four. Point four. Fredo hates the people that win. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So Sunday was uh, Sunday was pretty rough, man. Sunday was a was a rough one for uh, all all of us sports fans out there. First of all, straight right away in the morning, you know, just scrolling down the Twitter feed to a. Uh, you know, get any of the uh, fantasy football updates and, like, who's playing, who's not. And then I just remember refreshing it, and all of a sudden it just popped up on there. It said Jose Fernandez had been killed in a in a boating accident. And it took me a second to, like, process it, you know, because mm-hmm. he's only 24 years old, one of the bright young stars of the game. It's just so out of left field, you know. And, uh, yeah, it turns out he was out fishing and... They got in a wreck, and now we now the world doesn't have Jose Fernandez anymore at all. And like, like you said, it was so, it was so sudden. And like, uh, our friends, our friend Stephen had called me in the morning. I had not seen it yet. He's like, "Dude, did you hear Jose Fernandez died?" And I was like, "Like, I knew who Jose Fernandez was. Obviously, we've talked about him on the show." And it was kind of like, like you said, he was so young and such a shock that I was like, I didn't, I couldn't process. I was thinking yeah. of of. Um, of uh, the lefty uh, Fernandez from uh, from the Dodger pitchers in the eighties. Oh, Valenzuela. Valenzuela, yeah. yeah. I was like, I was just sitting there, like, kind of like, wait, like who? Wait, I was kind of like trying to process it, and he's like, mm-hmm. dude, from the. Mar-. I was like, no, like, like you said, it was a shining star, uh, on and off the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's kind of funny because like he was this rookie of the year, dominant pitcher, strikeout master, mm-hmm. and all you've heard about was his personality, his love. Um, there was a story that's been being told about how he got caught coming over from Cuba three times on the fourth time he made it, but along the way, um, somebody had fell overboard. He didn't know who it was. It was nighttime, obviously, because they, you know, they, they do it at night. Yeah. Jumped in the water, didn't know who it was. Didn't know the outcome, what was going to happen. Save that person, ended up being his mother. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, just an incredible spirit and a person that, like you said, just way yeah. too young. 24. Especially, it's rough for, like, I mean, he played in Miami. He's he's a, he's from Cuba. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of Cubans down in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, he meant a lot, obviously, to the team, to his teammates, uh, the organization itself. Uh, they're now planning to retire his number, and it was just... I'm still I'm still in shock about it, man. And then yeah. we have the moment yesterday where pregame they're out there to honor him. They put his glove, his his uh, his hat, and a ball on the mound, and they take a moment to remember him. Uh, D. Gordon leads off the game, uh, steps into the batter's box on the right side because you know Fernandez was a righty and uh, took a pitch like that. And then two pitches later, hit his first home run of the year, mm-hmm. a blast. And as he's rounding the bases, he's just in tears. And it's just an emotional mo- uh, moment. I didn't even get to see it live. Uh, I, had saw, I, I saw it pop up on Twitter, and then I, I, I watched it. And even watching it back, like, 
I got a little misty watching it, man. Cause just to imagine what they're going through and being a fan of the game and seeing that type of moment uh, and in honor of him, I mean, it's it sucks, man. It, I mean, it really sucks. You don't like it when anybody dies, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, as a sports fan, knowing the direction his career could have gone, it – it just it's it's like it's a it's painful man yeah. it's painful to think about it it's even more painful to think about that he has a child on the way yeah and he the the whole the, like a couple of days ago he did like a tweet with his pregnant wife saying you know i'm ready for this life that we're going to have together mm-hmm. and i mean 24 years old just way too young yeah. for, for somebody 589 strikeouts in 480 innings yeah um 38 and 17 2.58 era 1.05 whip yeah. Uh, didn't even hit his prime yet. Didn't even get to where he's want to go. And he was already one of the most dominating uh, pitchers in the league. Every, I mean, you saw guys from other teams all over, you know, doing tributes. Yeah, a guy dies, somebody does a tribute, but not like that for this. Like yeah. this guy touched a lot of guy, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people. Um, <clears throat> Levitard had a a moment where he talked about the. His mom hasn't watched, gone to a, a Marlins game in 20 years. Yeah, uh, she was going to to his starts mm-hmm. because he's, you know, how proud she was of yeah of him coming be, over and you know, so. being that success uh, successful. So, so he'll definitely be missed. Um, not you know ju- just by his family, but uh, sports fans, people who enjoyed the game. Yeah, and so while we're processing that. Mm. Later on in the day, we find out that Arnold Palmer passes away. This one's, you know, it's not as it's not as hard to take. You know, the guy was 87 years old. Yeah. Uh, but he was a guy who was loved by everybody. And in, uh, in an era where dominance is either 50% loved or 50% hated, like he was one of those guys that nobody ever had a bad word to say mm-hmm. about him, you know. And uh, he's also, even if, even if you... Even if you weren't a fan of golf, like let's just say you're a, a, a casual sports fan, if you ask somebody to name a golfer, nine times out of ten they were going to name him. You know, you say uh, Nicholas Palmer Woods. Like you could name Arnold Palmer and not even know that much about golf because that he was just that big. He had that big of a personality about that. Him. And I, you gotta, you gotta. You got to give credit to his drink, the half lemonade, yeah. half ice tea. I was just going to say, you may not know who the golfer is, but I'm pretty sure you know what the damn drink what is. The drink mm-hmm. is, you know what an Arnold, the an Arnold, Arnold Palmer, Palmer. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a staple in in you know American culture. It's delicious yeah. for, those that, <laughs> for those that don't know. I already said it's half oh. iced tea, half <laughs> lemonade. I wasn't listening. Yeah. Yeah, of course you were. Yeah, but. Um, so yeah, it's a little bit it's a little bit easier to stomach that one, but still at the same time it's you're tough. like, you know, it sucks. Man. You're losing a legend. He hasn't been in in the spotlight for a few years yeah. now. He, he has a lot of uh, events that he hosts at some of his golf courses that he has, mm-hmm. and um, that he's designed. He's designed many of the golf courses out there today, and um, uh, he hasn't been there for a while just because yeah. his health has been in decline. Uh, a guy, uh, sixty two. Uh, PGA Tour wins fifth all time. Won the Masters four times. Won the U.S. Open. Won the Open Championship twice. PGA Championship uh, tied second uh, three years. Um, just I mean, yeah. just just one of the I say one of the greatest yeah. golfers so, of all time. 
not a very good Sunday. Uh, the sports world and just the world in general mm-hmm. lost uh, uh, two good people in, gen- in, in general. I I, uh, I actually heard a st- I remember a story. One of, uh, there's this girl that I know, and uh, she moved back east, and I think she lives around um, the area where he where Arnold Palmer was at. And I just thought of this right now; it just popped in my head. Uh, she t- she told me a story about how she used to work at a, at Walmart. And Arnold Palmer went into Walmart to like buy some stuff or whatever, yeah. and uh, they had a conversation. And uh, this is before he, this is like way before he died. So she told me the story like way before he died. Yeah. And you know they had a conversation, whatever, whatever. And uh, she ended up getting another job at a um, at like a at a gas station. And here comes Arnold Palmer, and she didn't uh, uh, initiate the conversation. He remembered her. Oh wow! Like that's crazy, right? Yeah. Like. And and this and I'm not talking like oh it was the next day that he saw her. This is like, like a, a nice little yeah. gap in between, and he somehow remembered her. Yeah. And uh, I mean, if that doesn't go to show you what type of guy that he Genuine. was, yeah. Um, then I don't know what would, but uh, yeah, they'll be they'll be missed for sure. But um, let's uh, let's try to lighten this up a little bit, man. I mean, we lost him and it sucks. Yeah. And. Uh, I don't know, man. What more can you say about him? Yeah, I was just—I've just been kind of like wondering what my workout mixtape should be. What? Yeah, like every time I listen to like my workout mixtape, I just end up singing and dancing so much to it that um, you know, I end up my workouts ended up being like like thirty like thirty minutes fat, like longer than what it needs to be. I don't know what this is. <laughs> you said you wanted to go move to lighter. Hey, that's a lighter note. Yeah, it was gonna it's be, something. It's something that's I was been gonna on move on to Rick hits, and then you started talking about your workout. And well, hey, I mean, it was a lighter note. I don't so know. it was the first thing that so popped you don't in my work, head. So you don't work out; you just have dance parties, pretty much by myself in my garage. Quick hit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All uh, right, yeah. Let's, <laughs> I don't know what that was, but uh, let's go ahead and jump into some uh, some Rick hits. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh uh, shit! Like what happened? Where? How did we get to that? I, hey, you said you wanted to move to a lighter note. That's that's a lighter note. <laughs> that's that's real light. That's, light. that's real light. Light light. Rick light. Alrighty, in the NHL, <laughs> Team Europe and Team Canada face off for the World Cup of Hockey. And as of right now, Canada is up on Team Europe. Third period, 11 minutes left, 2-1. And the UFC, Ronda Rousey, says she wants to have a super-duper fight with Chris Cyborg Justino. In the NCAA, uh, this Sunday, I think it was Sunday, uh, Les Miles was fired by LSU after their heartbreaking loss on Sunday Saturday. Alashu. Alashu. All right, in the MLB, Nationals uh, GM says Steven Strasburg is unlikely to be uh, to pitch in the NLDS, and catcher Wilson Ramos tears his ACL, so he will not be eligible for the playoffs. Uh, Jays pitcher Joaquin Benoit tears uh, his calf during a fight with the Yankees. <laughs> Dodgers clinch. NL West on Sunday yeah. with a walk-off win versus the Rockies. Yeah. The Red Sox magic number is one 
which means they need to either win or a Blue Jays loss, which doesn't look like it might not happen tonight um, as the Blue Jays won and the Yankees are up 6-4 with two outs in the top of the ninth against the Red Sox. So we might have to wait one more day for them. Last, you said it was last night, right? Indians yeah. clinch. Mm-hmm. Indians clinch the uh, AL Central, so they will be moving on. Mm-hmm. In the NBA, Steph Curry has indicated that he wants to resign with the Warriors, and the no done news of the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, after 20 years, Kevin Garnett decides that he wants to retire. Paul Pierce announces that this is his final year. And Chris Bosch's career with the Heat and maybe his career altogether uh, is in jeopardy as he fails his second, he fails the Heat's physical, which is the second time a blood clot has occurred in less than a year, which is pretty serious news. So he might not uh, be playing very much longer, which is pretty, pretty bummy after, uh, for being 31 and have being a 10 time All Star and so yada, bummy. yada, yada. It's bummy. <coughs> Shut up. God damn. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrong pipe. Wrong pipe. Yeah, that's what you said. That's the wrong pipe. <laughs> that water was on the wrong pipe. Yeah, water. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, in the NFL, Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett is back at practice today. You need a mute button. Yeah, you do. Oh, you need one for life sometimes. Yeah. You sit there and you start yapping. I'm like, man. Fuck <laughs> up, dude. This guy needs to just put a mute. <laughs> All right. Uh, Greg Hardy arrested for possession of cocaine. Uh, this just in. Ryan Fitzpatrick and Carson Palmer just threw another picks. <laughs> Bears sign running back Joyke Bell. Raiders cut fullback slash running back slash tight end Marcel Reese. And in Florida, police are on the lookout for a man who likes to flash his twig and berries at older women doing the yard work. And that was a hit by me. Hey man, there's some pretty hot older women that do their lawns over in Florida. <laughs> I just spotted a couple last time I was over there. While they're raking up the twig and berries. Twig and berries. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, big ticket retiring. That's, uh, I mean, that's not too unexpected, you know. But uh, Not unexpected, but it's he's, he's kind of like, I, I think he's the, he wasn't the last, uh, Dirk's the last one left from that, that generation of like superstars. Yeah, the early, that came two, from that early era. 2000s. Yeah, so. Uh, late, late 90s, early 2000s. And he was. Uh, Kevin Garnett was always one of my favorite players, man. That guy played with passion and uh, what he did with the Timberwolves, making them relevant for all those years, mm-hmm. moving over to, to Boston, leading them to a championship and, uh, you know, heading back and giving Carl Anthony Towns some, some of his knowledge yep. and, and help. Uh, Defensive player of the years, year. MVPs, yeah. yada, yada, yada. He lost a couple of those years in Brooklyn when they made that trade with the, uh, with the Celtics that took him and Paul Pierce over he there. He was on his decline Yeah, already, but I though. mean, like, you know, it still sucks that he had to yeah. waste away there for a little bit. It, well, it sucks because they were trying to trade him to somebody who they thought that could possibly, you know, yeah, that was why have they a playoff room. Yeah, yeah, they were going to make a playoff run. So the, the Celtics were trying to do right. They traded him and Pierce and a bunch of pieces. Like, all right, like, we're going to – and they turned out to be one of the worst teams in the league for – 
a few years. Uh, the thing that I always will not necessarily like the main thing, but one of the things I always remember about Garnett is um, is uh, how like you know how at the end of a play, you know the play stopped and somebody always tries to like just shoot a buck and maybe get that feel going. Mm-hmm. He'll never let anybody. Uh, yeah. You know, let he'll never he'll always try he'll to block it, away. it. Yeah, because he doesn't want to give that shooter a chance to see it in the net, and that's how intense he was. So yeah, he was so like, intense. So intense. Stop the presses! Uh oh. Texans star JJ Watt could be out for the rest of the season. Holy oh, what? Like for what though? This is this re- is breaking, right? Re- yeah, re-injuring his back in week three. They brushed him I, back, I, man. I, I, they yeah, rushed they him. Rushed they him rushed back. him back. He rushed himself back. They were dummies with him. Rush, he, rush, he, he thought rush, he was rush, Superman. Rush. He thought he was going to chop some logs with a, a with an axe and yeah. just you know. Now he gets to go home and get massages from Lindsey Vaughn. <laughs> oh, that ain't man. a bad thing, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but also one 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 other thing that you mentioned, uh, Paul Pierce. Just a quick question: yeah. Does he deserve the type of send off that a Kobe got? Um. I mean, you're asking the wrong guy because Paul I, I'm Pierce, asking you because Paul I want Pierce. your honest opinion. Like, the the send off is uh, a little overdone at this point yeah, in this yeah. era, and that's why and I like what Kevin Garnett did. He didn't, he yeah, didn't, he, yeah. he didn't announce like. And I wouldn't even have said Kevin Garnett should get one of those send offs either. He's not oh, of that level. I but yeah, Paul Pierce is he a send off worthy to not where a, they do the a, world tour a, with not them? Not of a Kobe level, but like if. Because, I mean, he was covered nightly by, like, a sports center or all. I don't think a Paul Pierce should be covered like that. But if the fans want to give their respect for him, because, I mean, he's played, what, 18 years in the Yeah, I'd say it's just the teams they played for. And, I mean. Yeah, I'd say well, that, too, like, when they visit him. But as far as the whole ceremonies before the games and stuff Yeah, like I'm that, not saying nah. ceremonies. I'm saying, like, If fans, there's money to be made, they will do it. Oh, oh definitely. Well, and, no. there's, and there's a... Uh, clips for the internet to be made. So, yeah. like, they, in, in the end, they probably will, but I don't think he's well, no, ceremony before the game yeah, and no. here's a canoe. You yeah, know? I'm saying more like if the fans want to give him, like, their standing ovation. Yeah, yeah I'm and, fine with that. And do the stuff like that because if it's his last time playing in a city or something like that, like, that's the kind of stuff I think he does deserve. Like I say, 18 years in the league, poured it all out there. Uh, Championship winner, you know, multi-time All-Star, first-team All All NBA kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he gave it all out there. He he, you never, you always got your money's worth watching a Paul Pierce game. Paul Pierce game. So the truth is, he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't. I don't. I don't think Kobe deserved it. But I mean, that's, uh, well, if they're gonna do it, like, yeah, he's worthy of it, you know. But. Whatever, I'm t- I'm I'm tired of the send offs, man. Just let him just Send go. You off. Just go away, man. They're ruining it for LeBron James. Yeah. Well, even even LeBron today has been saying like, watching all these legends go out on their on their terms is making him think when like how he wants to do it and when he wants to. Oh, do that it. guy's gonna put on a show. Yeah. He's gonna have a special on ESPN. Yeah, no, he he will, man. And I I love that guy, but he's gonna that guy is gonna. Pull well, out I mean, all his own yeah, stops. I mean, he is his the production decision. company. He is the decision. If, if Kobe had his uh, money, his, no. <laughs> if, if Kobe had all his like Kobe Bryant's muse and all that stuff, remember all those little videos they're putting out all the time on like yeah. Showtime. He has his own production company. He's doing stuff like that. Yeah. He's doing stuff like that. Yeah. Um, 
I was thinking more along the ten lines though of like ten lines uh, of like career wise, like how old, yeah. what kind of season he wants to do it after, where his career, like how his skills and his yeah. body feels yeah. at that time. His body. His body. Because I mean, he is he, he's he's thirty one and he's played more games uh, up to this point than anybody uh, in the history of the NBA, both playoffs and regular season. Yeah, anybody, so, anybody, anybody. Um, Hey, Clash of, Clash of the Champions was a uh, or Clash of Champions. Clash of Clans was uh, <laughs> was uh, this past Sunday. It was a decent pay per view, I thought. Uh, the the women's triple threat kind of let me down a little bit. Yeah. I, I was expecting a little bit more out of that, but I, I don't think you can give it all away in yeah. a B a B pay per view. Well, it, it, it was their kickoff brand split for the Raw. It was their first solo pay per view. Mm-hmm. But I mean, of course, like you said, they want to get them. They want to get the big ones when they're SmackDown and Raw together. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought it was a good pay per view. I think the thing that kind of <laughs> ruined it for me was the lack of title changes on yeah. on the just the one. The one, like it was just the one. it was the you, which I thought was terrible. Uh, they had a good thing going, Rusev, and they put it on a guy who fans still just aren't behind. Behind that yeah. match was boring. Yeah. yeah, it was it was very and and I like Rusev. Rusev always puts on a good match, but yeah. Roman is a match killer for me. Yeah. I know I know some people love him, you know, obviously half love him, half don't. Yeah, he, ha- Maybe he a has bit too many spots where it gets really slow yeah. because he needs to take a breath. Yeah. Like I just think that he does really cool moves. He'll have great spots, but he can't put a full match together that is like beginning to end exciting because he can't mm-hmm. keep up with at that. least spread it out you know they could have done that double count out during this pay-per-view that they just had on raw between those two yeah stretch it until survivor series when it's the yeah. when it's the joint pay-per-view and then have it change yeah, they gave him like a change. half hour last night on yeah the, on they, raw. they started the show 30 minutes yeah. and like it was just like oh, okay 30 minute match and then double count out yeah like, okay and then you hit him with the chair and that's it yeah and they said oh well it's still going on Going on where to what? He already won the title. Where are you going to go from here? Because he can't. He can't. Because Rusev isn't going to win it back. Yeah, he's not going to drop yeah. it back to him like that. Yeah, and then like the whole. Uh, I mean, they've been building up for Gallows and Anderson since since June to win those belts, and they just keep making them lose and look pathetic. And it's yeah. just it's just bothersome because you brought them in to be the club. Let them be the club. Yeah, the way that they did it, and then once again another rematch on Raw. And they and just lose. It, it felt like, all right, this is where they wanted them to get their 400th day cool, you know, new day. I think they want them to get rid of new uh, – uh, um, uh, Francesca. They want to get rid of uh, Demolition's true record because they always say that New Day has the record. And they say, well, the old WWE titles was held by for 276 days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think that they want to – uh, get rid of that record. Yeah. And have uh, New Day have the... Or maybe they were just record. waiting to uh, have them drop them to now, Cesaro and uh, Sheamus. I thought they put on a good match. It was the seventh match. We didn't get to see all of them because some of them were fought in the uh, in Dark the live shows, tour over in the in the house shows or whatnot. In the UK. I, th- I think they do put on good matches. People just get tired of seeing the same matches all the time. And uh, it can get a little old, but it was a, it was a rough match, you Physical. know? It was a stiff match. Yeah. And uh, I hated the way it ended, but I kind of like where it ended up now as far as like, okay, not let's make it a best of uh, eight or a best of nine, you know. They actually 
went somewhere with it. Yeah. They turned him into a tag team. I like Cesaro a lot. I mean, I, I like I him like a, lot, a lot, a lot. But Cesaro is also a very good tag team wrestler. He's yeah. been in a great tag team before with Chris Hero. Uh, I, I like Sheamus. He's, he's corny when he's a good guy. Bad guy Sheamus isn't so bad. But uh, I think they'll work good together, man. And uh, I hope that they actually Gosh. give him a chance to do something do something good together, you know, because the, they're both powerhouses and they both move well yeah. in the ring. The thing with Sheamus is he needs to, he can work up to the level uh, of his opponent, which is a great thing. But I think that when he fights some of the lesser guys, he becomes very uh, predictable, very original. And it's just kind of the same. His moves are Sheamus. limited. Yeah, yeah. Like he's very limited. Yeah. Like he could move up. Cause when he gets a guy who's as strong as him and as physical, like we saw yeah. uh, with Cesaro, he could put on great physical, mm-hmm. like old school brawling matches, but when he gets with a guy who has more of a, <laughs> eh, dude, but he get when he gets with a guy who uh, doesn't have, who has more of a move set than he does, you see his his limit and his his ranges. And I'm just more power. interested to see what they do together, like what kind of moves they do <laughs> together. <laughs> Shut up, Fredo. Are we not allowed to talk about this or what? <laughs> I'm interested to see what they do together. I mean, what kind of moves? What kind pull? of music? What kind of moves they pull? What kind of sweet music are they yeah. gonna make together? Yeah. Jeez, Fredo. So immature. Jeez. We're over here trying to have a mature conversation about yeah. fake wrestling. About, wrestling. <laughs> about fake wrestling. Well, speaking of young tight bodies, they also had a cruiserweight match. Oh, dude, that kid. That was uh, so sick. Uh, T.J. Perkins. No niece. That yeah, that was the next night though. We're talking about oh, T.J. Perkins yeah, and that uh, kid, Brian Kendrick. That kid niece is yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's good. He's good. Uh, I actually don't really remember much from that uh, match. It was uh, to me, it was kind of uh, sloppy and choppy. They, I mean, they they do good moves. You know, they have uh, good moves. Good moves yeah, but um, you know, the thing that sucks is that the next night on Raw, they had T.J. Perkins versus that Tony Nice or whatever his he's, name he's is. A good, he's a good, and it was a good match. Like it was a really good match. Yeah. But the f- damn fans are sitting there cheering for and chanting for CM Punk during the middle of it, dude. And, yeah. like, it's going to kill that division. Yeah, because that division is exciting. Like, and it, the, and uh, the thing they, is, is they go to these towns that will show up to watch wrestling, but they don't care about it. They're just there for the experience of fucking yelling WWE, stuff out. Yeah. Be on TV. Yeah, to yell stuff out. Like, stupid cheers that don't ma- go anywhere. Where they're at, yeah. Yeah. It's just dumb. It's going to kill the division, man. Yeah, because stuff that, like that. Because I mean, it. we had Alexander and Swift, yeah. and like all these guys. And they had that good tag team match. Yeah, that tag team match was really good, yeah. and the crowd was you know pretty into it. But then they had the singles match, and they're just cheering for CM Punk the whole time, and yeah. it just is ridiculous, man. Yeah, ridiculous, definitely, uh, definitely. Yeah, and then of course uh, Rollins and Owens. Uh, it was a decent match. Uh, Rollins got hurt during it. Uh, watching the match with Rick, he was like a. <laughs> A seven-year-old with wonderment, just no, he's hurt and have, all this other yeah. stuff. Like I, I, mean, I watched it with the innocence yeah. of a child. If you've never Shut watched, up! If you've never watched wrestling with Rick, you have to. It's an it's it's an experience. It's like, adorable. Like I I don't know if it's adorable. <laughs> I don't know if it's adorable. You just don't want to admit it because then you'd be saying that I'm adorable. It's laughable. It's adorable. We laugh. We get a good laugh out of it. It's adorable. But um, yeah, he the the storyline is that he. Hurt his ribs somehow. I I think it's just tender. Rick Rick tender? thinks that uh, Rick thinks that his career is over. He <laughs> 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 says we're never going to see Seth Rollins again. And uh, but they I don't know. We'll see what happens, man. They, it was kind of clustered up in the end, and then they brought out 
uh, Enzo and Cass to argue with them on Raw, and it just I don't know what they're what they're where they're doing or what they're. Doing. I, I do like I do like the the Owens and and Jericho best friendship. Yeah, a lot. Like I like that a lot. <laughs> they work well together, and that was a pretty funny promo. Like them two, and then Enzo and Cass coming out. Like, yeah. It was pretty funny. I'll go down there and sit on your lap. Like, <laughs> it was funny. It was funny stuff, man. <coughs> All right, let's talk some football. Let's get into some football. Oh, um, yeah, let's do it. Talk, 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 some, some, some fantasy. I think you jumped the gun, I think Fredo. I did. Here, let's try that again. Now let's talk, no. talk, 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 some, some, some <laughs> I didn't mean jump the gun. I meant jump the gun as far as, like, what we're not fantasy football yet. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> we're just talking football. Uh, I think you overreacted and speaking of overreactions <laughs> we have a couple of uh week three overreactions Talk we about need to a get transition. to so uh fredo go ahead and hit us with the first overreaction eagles are legitimate super bowl contenders can we can we say no to this right now i mean last week our our concern with them was that they hadn't played a real team heading into their matchup with the steelers and then they go in and they just Destroyed. Run over the Steelers. Yeah. Like, run over them. Carson Wentz looks great. The offense as a whole looks great. The defense is playing lights out. I mean, you shut down Roethlisberger, uh, Antonio Brown, D'Angelo Williams for a whole game. And you – I was – I still can't believe that we saw that, man. Yeah. Like, I just don't – so I'm saying they are a contender. Yeah. They have to be a contender in the I East because nobody not, else is really – nobody else is really standing out to you aside from them and – the Vikings. Yeah, I'd say it's not an overreaction. Um, you have in their division. It's going to be tough with one team because I'm not. I'm not a. You know, I don't like the Giants right now. I mean, they're too inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Washington again, inconsistent. That defense is going to you know let them down all year. Mm-hmm. They lose D'Angelo Hall to an ACL, which was like whatever. But I mean, he's better than what you had. Yeah. Um, and then you have the Cowboys, in which we've talked about. Yeah, they have Romo supposedly coming back, but I think that Dak should run the show from here yeah. on out. And, and and who knows with a rookie, you know, like I think he should be, but, you know, you never know. He could mm-hmm. hit a rookie wall or whatnot. And the same thing with it, Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have two rookies battling it out right now yep. with, with, veteran, uh, with a veteran team behind Dak and a not-so-veteran team behind Dak. Carson, so yeah, I would but they're say, playing like really inspired football right now. Uh, that's why I'd say it's not an overreaction, yeah. but I take I I would favor the Cowboys at this point just because I know what most of those guys have done in the league. As to where with the Eagles, there's still a lot of questions. You don't know if they're just overplaying, uh, overachieving right now. As to where with the Cowboys, I feel like they have the talent to where they have just they're just getting started. They're they're just learning to play with. Uh, with Dak and getting things going. Yeah. So, not an overreaction. Not an overreaction. All right, next one. Paxton Lynch will not take a snap as a Denver Bronco quarterback at all. Um, I think that's an overreaction. Me too. Um, they took him in the first round. Of course, they're going to wait and see what they have from him. It's not. It, it, it could not happen this year, possibly. Trevor Simeon's doing a lot better than anybody expected. I wasn't too not Im- me. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't too impressed with him through the first two weeks. He yeah. had this game against Cincinnati. Yeah. Let's say. Let's see if we can string another one yeah, together. Of course. Of uh, course. I think last week he realized that. Uh, oh yeah, I have Emmanuel Sanders and uh, 
uh, Demarius Thomas, and oh yeah, they call me long balls for a reason. <laughs> they had three deep passes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's not an overreaction to think that he'll never take a snap in his career as a Bronco, but he just might not have it this year. Yeah, I, I think it's an overreaction uh, just because <laughs> it's a it's a league of attrition, and uh, anything can happen any given play to where Simeon could be done, and you know Paxton. Needs to take a snap. Yep. Uh, hand the ball off. Yep. But, uh, It'll count, right? Yeah. <laughs> It'll count, right? If he comes uh, in to kneel the ball in a blowout, uh, it, it, it counts. counts. It yeah. counts. No, but um, I just think – I just really like the poise of Simeon. I like his game management. Yeah, game. He, <laughs> game management. Game management. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> the first two weeks you said he didn't do anything to win. I said yes, but he didn't do anything to lose, and he was improving each time, and he's still improving, and he's still only a second-year guy, a seventh-round pick, so yeah. um, I'm liking what I'm seeing with the Broncos. So you just got to move away from the game management. Game management. All right, next next one, Fredo. What? Oh, no. I'm a game manager. What can I say? <laughs> the Carolina Panthers will miss the playoffs. Oh man, that's got to be an overreaction. It has to be an overreaction. They just they, they can't be that bad. They cannot be that bad. Cam Newton uh, I don't know, let me think for a second, Rick. You you tell me what you think. <laughs> I think it's a complete overreaction. Um um I mean the the defense isn't playing as well, obviously. The offense, they're a little inconsistent. Um it's tough because when you have a guy like Benjamin, uh, you don't want to focus on him. And everybody thought last year that they were going to fall off as far as offensively. Mm-hmm. And he flourished because he wasn't focusing on that one player. I kind of see like the same thing with Matt Stafford when he has Calvin to when he doesn't have Calvin. When he doesn't, he likes to spread the ball around. When he has Calvin, he focuses on Calvin when he shouldn't. It gets him in trouble. There's just, there's just always teams – I mean, obviously – there's always teams that slip off, especially ones that lose the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, man, they could, they could. But you know what? For right now, it's it's not an overreaction. It's not an You're overreaction. Saying not I'm an saying overreaction? that they could miss the playoffs. The Falcons are looking good. Remember, the Falcons started off decent. They, I mean, not decent. They were undefeated. They were what six and zero to start the season. Yeah. Eight and two at one Seven point, and, and then went down, maybe. went down the drain six after that. Zero. The Falcons are a talented team, and they could definitely compete there in the uh, in the South. As far as keeping them out, I, I could. I, it's not out of the realm of possibility, man. Like I could see them not making the playoffs. I could see them being that huge disappointment that we're talking about at the end of the year. Maybe, but I I say it's an overreaction. I feel like they'll make the playoffs. And, yeah, and they'll be all right. Yeah. All right. Next one. If the Patriots win Week Four, they will go undefeated for the rest of the season. Uh, I think it's an overreaction. Just because going undefeated is a hard thing to do. It's tough. It's not. It's not. I mean, we know they've done it before, and we know what happened at the end of it. But um, it's, it's a hard thing to do. It? It's the end. Of, it's the NFL, man. Like, I'd, I'd bet against that a hundred percent of the time. And if I was wrong, I'd say, "Hey, I'll do it again next year." Yeah. I'd say it's not an overreaction. I think they could do it. Um, I watched obviously that that uh, 2018 or 2017 very very closely. Um, they obviously don't have the star power on offense, but I think that defense. Is just as good. Um, that defense is is smothering, and um, smothering. 
It, it wouldn't. I don't think they're going to, but I don't think it's an overreaction that that it's a possibility that they could. I yeah. mean, look what they're doing with a with you know a rookie quarterback that was just was that Fredo? Mm-hmm. Gotta turn yeah. your phone off, man. Yeah. But um. But um. But um. But um. But um. <laughs> no, um, I, 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 like I said, it's an over, it's not an overreaction. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think offensively they're as deep as they were that year to just completely outscore every team that they come across. Um, because the defense is going to have a bad game. I so mean, you're saying just, there's a chance? There's a chance. <coughs> We went a long way to get to that rate. <laughs> hey, it's my team. <laughs> All right, let's get to some pickums. Some pickums. Wait. You don't yeah. got that sound? You don't got that sound, Mom, Fredo? Mom, come on. Amateur experts <laughs> versus the moms. Yeah. Dude, you're supposed to be our game manager, and you just messed up. Game manager slacking. <laughs> Are you calling us gay then, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let let's update the standings. Um, I'm not Are we happy gay with about each him. other or with other people. Uh, All together, uh, I'm They're not like happy about him right now. Um, so <laughs> let's just start. I mean, in first place right now, she went 12 and four last week. My mom, uh, her asses. yes, uh, she is currently 33 and 15. We have a tie for second place. Uh, Rick and his mom. Uh, I think he's double picking. Are you double picking? Uh, no, I don't think you are either. But uh, they're both 28 and 20. She's beating uh, me two weeks. You think I'm double picking? Yeah. <laughs> in a fourth place with the best record of the week. Oh, actually, you know what? It wasn't because Fredo lied to me. He tried to pad the stats. Oh. But uh, in fourth place is Fredo's mom. Uh, she also went 12 and 4 last week, and uh, she currently stands at 27 and 21. Fredo is in fifth place. He went 6 and 10 last week. He's 25 and 23, and I am in last place. I went six and ten as well, and I am now twenty four and twenty four. I do not like this. I don't like being down there. The only thing that that uh, that uh, puts my my mind at ease is that Fredo is only one game ahead of me, and I know he's <laughs> bound to just like fall off. The, and by week seventeen, he'll be trying to uh, catch up by picking the exact opposite of every game that we're picking. Yeah. So. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but this time we hey, have a I whole did, year. Last I did time a, we came yeah. in the middle of the yeah. season. Yeah. I, got, I did a little research. I got my connections in Vegas. Oh, oh damn. Damn. Our initials. Where, where do you guys think DG. I was that Saturday night when we were there for uh, Labor D- Day weekend? Oh, really? <laughs> he was building up some connections, yeah, game managing. That's where he was. He was game managing himself. <laughs> himself. <laughs> yeah. I'm game managing myself. All right, so we got five games to pick from here. Five games. Just picked them at a, at random. Five game. Uh, first up, we have the Buffalo Bills at the New England Patriots. Uh, we found out that uh, Jacoby Brissett and Jimmy Garoppolo most likely will be available to play, so we won't be seeing uh, Edelman or their third string tight end mm-hmm. uh, playing quarterback for them. Uh, they get Buff- uh, Buffalo coming into town off that impressive win against. Uh, the Cardinals at home, and who knows if they have Sammy Watkins or not, but we'll see what happens. But, uh, okay, Fredo, who do you have in that game? Uh, I got the Parrots, and my mom also has the Parrots. Okay. Rick? Um, we both got the Pats. They both got the Pats, and we both got the Pats over here, too. That was probably one I should have just like nobody. left out <laughs> right there. Yeah, that helps nobody right there. Uh, next up, we have the Seattle Seahawks traveling to New York to take on the Jets. The Seahawks, we'll see what's up with the 
Russell Wilson after that injury scare that Russell he had. Wilson. And uh, the Jets coming off that embarrassing loss to the Chiefs where Ryan Fitzpatrick threw six touchdowns and Rick reported that he threw one today. Oh, yeah, interceptions, my bad. Um, yeah, it wouldn't have been embarrassing if he threw six touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, he threw six interceptions. It was just an ugly game all around for them. Marcus Peters got two, and he's leading the league now with four. Yeah, so thanks in, a lot, Ryan three Fitzpatrick. Games. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was just an ugly game to watch. They get, a, they get a chance at home against Seattle to redeem themselves. Who do you have in that game, Fredo? I got the Seahawks, and Mother's got the Seahawks. And Mother. <laughs> mother. All right. Go ahead, Fred. Uh, Rick. Mom. Uh, I've got Seattle. Mom's got the Jets. Ooh. And uh, my mother has Seattle, <laughs> and I am taking the Jets. I'm calling a rebound. 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 I don't know, right. we could be seeing the real Fitzpatrick. Please stand up. Yeah, we could actually. <laughs> no. We could. It's it's very possible. All right, next game we have the uh, Oakland Raiders travel to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Both teams are 2-1 and one right now. Uh, no, Baltimore's 3-0. and oh. oh, 3-0. Sorry, my bad. I wrote down 2-1 and one for both of them. I don't know why I did that You're for Baltimore. You're slacking on your preparation. I did that for Baltimore. I didn't mean, <laughs> I didn't mean to. Baltimore? Yeah. Uh, they've been playing good, uh, especially on defense. Joe Flacco has been making many mistakes. Uh, the rebirth of Mike Wallace. They still don't have a running game that I would trust, but uh, you know they're playing some good football. The Raiders went in and stole one from Tennessee. Could have been a pass in France at the end of that game. That lost them and cost them. But, hey, they're 2-1, and one, and as a Raider fan, we'll take it. Go ahead, Fredo. Who you got? I got... What the hell? I got the Ravens in this one. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Who you got? And who's your mama got? My mama's got the Raiders. Alrighty, Rick. Um, we both got the Raiders. <laughs> oh. Uh, my mom's taking the Raiders, and I am also taking Baltimore's oh. in this game. I don't trust them traveling back east twice in a row. Prove yeah. to me that you could do it, and uh, that is tough. Yeah. Then they've never. Then and history West Coast says teams that they don't never. Do it, so. Yeah, and then even, but man, that that Baltimore team, I just. Yeah. I think the, they're like the worst three and O team in the history. Oh yeah, yeah, they're not. They're not a very good three and O team, but they're three and O. You got to give them credit for that. Mm-hmm. But they do have the Raiders traveling to Tennessee, traveling home, then traveling back farther to Baltimore, and that's just the thing that makes me. I'm not going to be surprised oh, if they lose that. Yeah. So, uh, next up we have the Kansas City Chiefs. Traveling to Pittsburgh Jeez. on Sunday night to take on the Steelers. The the Steelers trying to uh, redeem themselves for that embarrassing game that they had on Sunday. And the Chiefs, of course, as we mentioned, made Ryan Fitzpatrick look like he was playing Pop Warner. So uh, that ought to be a decent um, Sunday night game. Uh, who you got, Fredo? I got the Queefs, and Mama's got the Steelers. All righty, great. Oh, man. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think they're going to ride the momentum. That defense is playing pretty lights out right now. Mm -hmm. And my mom's got the Steelers. All right. We both have the Steelers over this way. Ooh. Um, Yeah, I just, there's no, I don't think, plus they're getting Le'Veon Bell back. Uh, So we'll see if that doesn't give them a little shot in the arm that they need. And finally, on Monday, we have the Giants traveling to Minnesota to take on the surprising 3-0 Vikings. Um, that defense is a monster. Like, that's the defense this year, right? Yeah. We're all in agreement of that. Yeah. Even with the uh, injuries in the secondary, that front seven is beastly. 
and uh, their offensive line sucks. They lost Alex Boone, but Sam Bradford, man, Sam Bradford's looking pretty, doing, pretty darn he's good. Doing enough, yeah. Uh, maybe it was just the situation in in in, uh, in L.A. that made him look so bad. Well, I mean, he never had an offensive line, and he's fragile. As long as you protect yeah. him, he'll be all right. And uh, he's making. He's making Kyle Rudolph look like the guy everybody thought he was going to be. So uh, yeah. now, so would the Vikings things. be three and zero if uh, Bridgewater was in? I, don't I think see why they not. have a chance. Yeah, I don't see why not. I, and Bridgewater looked good. Yeah. Like he was, he was throwing darts. Yeah, so. and, I, and I wouldn't even say it would be surprising if he did it. The only reason I'm saying surprising right now is because you don't expect a guy who didn't have that much time to be in the playbook had to come no, in. He had no preseason. Yeah, and lead him. But uh, all right, who you got in that game, Fredo? I got the surprising four and zero Vikings. Ooh-hoo-hoo. And Mama does too. Alrighty. I got Vikings, Mom got Giants. Alright, we're both taking the Vikings over on this side. And um I know I'm gonna have a good week this week. I feel it in my bones. Shut the fuck up. I mean I just feel it. You know those weeks that you just feel like I didn't feel too confident the first couple of weeks, but we've had a couple of weeks to get into it, start feeling the groove, feeling the bull the bull flow, doing the dance. Doing Rick's workout dance. Yeah. And, uh, Dude, now- I mean, what, what do you think, what do you think my, like, ultimate, uh, workout mixtape would be? Like, ultimate workout Like a lot, mixtape? like a lot of, like, uh, One Direction. Mm-hmm. Um, some Bay. Some, some Beyonce. Definitely some Bay, some Lemonade. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, Nicki Minaj. I, I've heard oh, you yeah. admit you like Nicki Minaj, so oh. I know that Nicki Minaj and is then, uh, there. And then, uh, like, uh, some, I'm, I'm, you know some what? girls just want to have fun. I'm really nervous right now because Fredo's Gandalf sword looks like it's about to fall off the wall. Oh. Oh. Yeah, and that's pointy. <laughs> yeah, it's pointy. And it really is a Gandalf sword. For real, is, is it weird that is it worse that he has that sword or the fact that you knew that it was a Gandalf? I don't know sword. if it's a Gandalf sword. I just calling it a Gandalf sword. Yeah. Does Gandalf even have a sword? He has a freaking staff. <laughs> <laughs> I got a staff for him. It doesn't help that's that Fredo. That's a wand, Rick. That's not a staff. I don't know if uh, Fredo's ever Snapchatted it or what, but he has a a poster of Middle Earth over his computer too. So. <laughs> it's a map of uh. From the game Skyrim. It's Sky- not Middle Earth. Oh, S- Middle Earth. Oh, just came up with an idea for a porn. Uh. Skyrim job. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be the star? Yeah. The star receiver? Skyrim job. <laughs> we need help in the southern rim. <laughs> Below the equator. <laughs> Where the hell is this podcast going? I don't know. All right. Let's, let's, yeah. let's, hey, Fredo, now yeah. we can talk some fantasy. All right. Now let's. Talk, 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 some, some, some fantasy. Hey. Fantasy uh, playlist for working out or? We could do that. <laughs> uh, how are we going to score it? We'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. All right. Heading into week four. Here's a couple names you might want to consider. Uh, if you have them on your roster, dropping. If you're looking to pick anybody up. Uh, Marcus Mariota. Not living up to the hype he had coming in this year. Caught up in the hype. Caught up in it. Uh, and they seem to be running the ball really well. So he's not going to be doing much throwing. They don't Jeremy, have many receivers. Yeah. Mm-mm. Jeremy Langford, Hurt, Jordan ha- uh, Howard looks like he's, well, I mean, uh, it's too early to tell, but he looks really good. He's averaging like 5.3 a carry whenever he gets his hands on the ball. <coughs> Adrian Peterson, uh, they're saying at best he'll only be out until December. Um, only? He, yeah. It's, it's a three- to four-month injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, that's what I'm saying, at best. Uh, but chances are he's going to miss the season. But if you have... If you're one of those leagues that has the IR and you can, I would suggest putting him on there and holding on to him. If not, let him go, man. He's uh, 
He's what, 32? Yeah, give him that Elsa. Yeah. Just let him go. Yeah. And uh, I think you're okay IR. to do it because there's, there could be some uh, running back running backs out there available for you to pick up to uh, replace them with. Or you can make a trade. But I mean, running backs are thin right now. So, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't even really – I would get the couple running backs. I mean, guy, it's going to be really hard to trade for one because everybody needs a running back. It's running back part. roulette at this point. Yeah, I mean, just focus on your receivers. Yeah. Uh, focus on your quarterback, your, your uh, Fredo end. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for wide receivers, you got Vincent Jackson and uh, Devin Funches. They're just lost in yeah. the shuffle. And I'm disappointed in Funches. Yeah, definitely. He he had a lot of hype coming in. They they hyped the him up. Caught they up hyped him up big time. Big time. And uh, Jared Cook. Up. Jared Cook's uh, doing what Jared Cook does. He's hurt. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can drop him now. Uh, some names you might want to consider picking up. Oh, uh, Joe Flacco. He has the Raiders traveling to him. Yes, they did well against Tennessee. But um, uh, like like we said earlier, another game traveling back east. We'll see what happens. Pick with up them. anybody who's playing Tampa Bay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Dak Prescott against the Forty ers and pick up anybody against Tampa Bay, as Rick just said. Trevor Simeon. You're, they you're get start, the Buccaneers Yeah, you're this starting week. Simeon. You're starting Demarius. Yeah, you're starting C.J. Anderson. Yeah. St- and anybody against the Saints. Yeah, anybody from the Chargers. And. I mean, I'm not really suggesting this one, but just the fact that the Bengals have given up nine passing touchdowns in the first three games, I'm going to say Ryan Tannehill. Tanny. We'll see what happens with them. But, uh, yeah, the Bengals' secondary is not looking very good. It works out perfect for me because I got Rodgers and he's on a bye. So, guess who slides in the DM? Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill. Uh, Running backs, number one, right off the bat. The guy, if you can get your hands on him, do it. Jordan Howard. Or at least, <laughs> yeah, no, Rick, Rick's trying to play sabotage right now. Uh, Jordan Howard, for sure. Like we said, he looked really, really good. So good. And uh, <laughs> Jeremy Langford has not. And it's a job that they were saying during the preseason was wide open, even though uh, it looked like it was Langford's job. And they did sign Joyke Bell. Yeah, Joyke Bell came in. But, I mean, he's not going to come in right away and take his job. He, he's, he's more of a third down back anyways. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Washington. Um Theo Riddick is not a three-down back. There's no way he's just not a three-down back. He's a good third-down back guy. out of the backfield. Uh, they need someone to fill that role as a bruiser, and like he's the perfect guy to fill that. He looks good when he runs the football when they when they actually give it to him. Uh, Rick's boy, Orleans Darkwood, <laughs> uh, or Paul Perkins, anyone to pick up because Shane Vereen is now out for the year with a well, uh, they said he might Achilles wow. tear. But no, I mean, you're still gonna it was a uh, um, ACL. I would say a bicep. Oh, yes, that's Tricep. right. Yeah. Tricep. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Uh, Cameron Artis Payne, uh, when they did decide to run the football, he actually looked pretty decent. Matt Asiata, not really strongly suggesting him, but he, he'd be a good spot start. He did technically get the start uh, this past Sunday. McKinnon looked but good, But McKinnon though. got to carry the rock, and uh, I wouldn't say McKinnon looked good. What do you have, like 51 on uh, 17? But he did out-touch Asiata. Like but... Oh, well, still. Um, and then... Both this team is on buys, but uh, we don't know the status of Ryan Matthews at this point. But uh, Darren Sproles and Wendell Smallwood. Wendell Smallwood surprisingly Wendell got a lot, of, uh, a lot of carries and uh, had the had the the um, the goal line carries during that game. Mm-hmm. So uh, he'd be someone nice to pick up on, Wendell especially Smallwood. they're on their buy and, and people might see that that they're on a buy and might just skip over them because you know oh they're on a buy and no one's going to pick them up. More of a future pickup. Do it. Uh, wide receivers. I think the hottest free agent available out there in most leagues. Terrell Pryor, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, Terrell yeah. Pryor's, look, 
His week three line, it was great. Uh, eight catches, 144 yards, four rushes for 21 yards and a touchdown, and uh, another three completions for 35 yards. He's he, he's probably not going to always put up those uh, eight for 44 because they do have Josh Gordon coming back. And But what I like about him is that he, and we, we talked about this uh, before. Uh, I think we talked about it on Sunday, how uh, Hugh Jackson is creative enough to where he's a guy that you'd like to have out, have out there because you know he's going to be taking those wide receiver snaps and uh, he's going to be running the ball. And with the quarterback situation being the way that it is, he's going to get an opportunity to throw some balls. Yeah. Uh, he's perfect to have in there at wide receiver because he's going to have so many opportunities to get you points. So, he's a, he's and it's not even army a, knife. Yeah, it's not even a fluke. Uh, his first, uh, the first two weeks, he had 17 targets. Uh, and and Josh Gordon coming back only helps him because yep. they're going to be focused on him. So that's a he's he's my he number one. He helps Josh pickup. Gordon because he is a threat. Mm-hmm. Pickup. Like he actually looks really good as a wide receiver. It's a shame that he lost two years because he couldn't realize that that's yeah. what he should have been doing. Yeah. Uh, Quincy Anunwa, Michael Thomas, Jameson Crowder, who I really like in PPR formats. Uh, he's a good little safety valve for. Uh, for Kirk Cousins I think out Michael there, Thomas is, might be that guy. Oh, I like Michael I like Thomas Sneed, too. But if any, you know, it, the thing that but the thing that worries uh, me about Thomas when it comes when it comes to him in that offense, especially if you're just in a, in, in a redraft PPR, is did he have this game because it's Michael Thomas, or did he have this game because there was no Willie Sneed? That's what I, that's what I'm saying with Willie Sneed. It takes a lot of his value away, but if. He or Cooks or anybody else goes down. And yeah, he'll he, slide in and fill that he's role. He's going to slide and, in. And Drew Brees, um, through the preseason, through the first couple of games, looks like he trusts the kid. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you could definitely pick him up and hold Especially on Especially in the red zone. He threw those slants to him. I mean, he missed yeah. a couple, but he was still throwing those quick slants that he likes to hit when he's at, like, the seven and in for those touchdowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Smith, he's back. He's looking like Steve Smith. Steve and uh, Cole well. Beasley. Um, Cole, Dak, Dak likes to look at him a lot. Dak, Dak so likes Dak, Cole. Dak, Dak, Dak likes him. Dak, Dak likes Cole. Uh, tight ends. Kyle Rudolph. 18 targets the past two weeks, and that's tiny picks for the most on the team. And uh, two touchdowns over that span. Uh, so he's definitely someone you want to get in there. Hunter Henry, mm-hmm. uh, in case Antonio Gates is out for a longer period of time than uh, mm-hmm. they're saying right now. Antonio and plus, he's just old and always gets hurt. Uh, Zach Miller, told you to drop him last week. Uh... Then Jay Cutler gets hurt. <laughs> Brian Hoyer comes in and uses him. So you could pick him up if you want to as long as Brian Hoyer is there. It looks like he's going to be getting some work. Jesse James and Jack Doyle. Hmm. So He uh, likes he likes him some Doyle. Yeah, he does like some Jack Doyle. And, and, uh, and uh, that Chudzinski Chud uh, offense, they really like going to the tight end. Mm-hmm. So uh, he, he's an interesting name to pick up, especially like for spot starts, you know, when, yeah. when you're uh, – you're, you're, the if you have a tight end not named Gronkowski uh, or Kelsey, and, uh, if you have a tight end not named Gronkowski that uh, you want to slip in there, then uh, he could be a nice little uh, fill in. Uh, Fred, did we have any questions? Yes, we did have some questions. All right, let's get some of those questions then, because right. uh, that's all we have for you as far as fantasy is concerned. And now it's time for the questions <laughs> oh from our listeners. Dropped and screwed, Rick. That end part is the thing that just always gets me. <laughs> listeners. All right. What's yeah. our, what are our questions there? Questions. All right. Uh, they are from a tweeter. 
Twitter. Stephen Cooper asks, better flex option, Hyde, Dorsett, or Hearns? All right. San Francisco has who coming to town again? Or Oh, they have Dallas, Dallas. right? They have Dallas. Yeah, they're Dallas. Uh, Dallas has a decent defense. And then you have Hearns and Dorsett both in London, which I just don't – I hate London games, man. Yeah. I hate London games. But I'll say this. That game is going to be a shootout. So I would say flip a coin between those two because they're basically the same type of player. Uh, I but if I'm gonna ha- if I if I have gun in my head and I'm forced to pick one of them, I'm gonna say Alan Hearns just based on the fact that I think I think the the Jaguars are fighting for Gus Bradley's job, and uh, if they're ever gonna have the time to uh, to show up and do what they're capable of, this has to be it. So Alan Hearns would be a uh, benefactor of it. So I'm going to say Alan Hearns. I think it's a shootout. I think Alan Hearns because he is an actual focal point of their offense as to where Dorsett is like a game plan for a specific team. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, obviously the Moncrief injury helps him out, but still he's not like uh, a player at this point where you're game planning for him on a, on a, on a weekly basis. Yeah. Um, as to where Hearns, he had, uh, he's already had two years of being a part of the offense, uh, a big part of the offense. So uh, I, I, I would definitely go Hearns yeah. for me. Hearns. All right. And in response to his victory in FanDuel, Stephen Cooper says, feels good to get the win, boys. Kobe Flina came through. Hashtag what's for dinner. Beef. Beef. <laughs> All right. And uh, on Facebook, we got a uh, <coughs> message from David Alvarez. Hi, big fan, long-time listener. I have a question for you guys. I belong to a dynasty league. I sold my soul a couple years ago to win back-to-back championships. <laughs> now my team is a total chaos. I started the season once again 0-3. The only thing I can think of doing is tanking my team like a little bitch. Any advice? <laughs> Um, don't tank your team because you traded away your first round draft pick. Yeah. Uh, whoever, whoever got that first round draft pick, I, you know what? I'm in favor of the tank. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder why. Hey, hey, David. Don't would, tank. No, hey, yeah, especially after because somebody tanked yeah. and he was kicked out of the league before it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tanking is anti. And, and David yeah. was one of the ones who made the biggest stink about the tanking. Yeah. So if you tank, you not only you lose your first round draft pick, Mike, it, it gets taken away. <laughs> uh, my advice would be just uh, savor those uh, waiver picks you got down yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, savor the waiver. Take him and run. Yeah. That's the way to get better. My advice is uh, just look back at those two championships with fondness because yes. it's going to be a while. Yes, <laughs> and that is all our yeah. questions for this week. All right, so that's Bitch. good. At least we got, got a couple questions and comments. Uh, uh, just keep them coming each week, and we'll you know we'll help you out. I don't think we give bad advice. Um, that's Mike's uh, that's Mike's motto: keep them coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs> keep uh, guys coming. But yeah, that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, after that, we're gonna end it on that note, I guess. Um, we'll be doing our FanDuel challenge this week. I'm gonna, gonna open start it up doing on these Thursday. things on Mondays or what? Uh, we can. Yeah. We were. Uh, you know what? I was gonna uh, tell you guys. Monday morning, let's do it on Monday, but I was like, oh man, I want to watch the debate. Yeah. So, I mean, I made it made it an executive decision to just stay quiet. <laughs> and, by the way, into cities. <laughs> oh, I love that clip. We need to just find a ways to like, get that get that in the show. Into cities. 
I'll be setting up the FanDuel Challenge this Thursday, so keep an eye out for that. Be sure to uh, share this show with your friends and uh, get it out there. Let them know we'll help them with their fantasy football teams, or at least we'll try to. Um, for Rick, for Fredo, I'm Mike. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to tune in next week, and, uh, and give me we'll a, try and do better. And give me your uh, give me your uh, your Dude. best. <laughs> yeah, give me your best um, uh, workout. Oh yeah, if you have a, a great. How long do you want it to be? Like how many minutes? Uh, it don't matter. Okay, I mean, we'll just say a standard twelve song CD. Yeah, give me your best. <laughs> give me your best workout songs. Yeah. Give me your best workout mixtape. Yeah. If you want to do twelve, give me twelve. If you want to do one at a time, just yeah, give it to me. That'll work. That'll work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that'll be something to think about. That'll be some like extracurricular stuff yeah. to do right there. And we'll and we'll, we'll announce some of the best ones. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about. Some we'll get of the it. Best we'll put ones. it all together. Even if it's not all together by next week, we'll you know. At some point, we will let you guys know what this workout consists of. Yeah. And yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have them do it. <laughs> yeah. Prancer sizes. Yeah. Prancer size, yeah. yes. So that'll do it for us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Tune in next week, and uh, we'll try and do better. Thank you. Bye. Bye.